What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Public Speaking Tips on the Public Speaker Podcast. This is part four of our Functions of Conclusion podcast series on the Public Speaker Podcast. Um, and this episode is going to be about summarizing and closing and how to effectively summarize the stuff that you just talked about in your speech and then use that summarization to then close and conclude your speech. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. So summarizing and closing. Uh, it's important to understand in the art of public speaking that it's similar to, to, to storytelling as we've talked about in many videos, but it's also similar in terms of like essay writing, right? There's a beginning, there's a, there's a middle, and then there's an end. And there is an art to concluding a book, concluding a movie, concluding an essay. And a conclusion in and of itself is structural. It, it is structural in its function of, of, of the overall plot that you're trying to promote or the overall story you're trying to give. And it is structural in, in the message and emotion you want your audience to feel at the end of the speech. So just as your introduction would include a statement about the purpose of a speech or a preview of the main ideas of your speech, a conclusion should usually include a restatement of the thesis and review some of the main ideas that you talked about in a speech. Now that doesn't mean it has to happen all the time, but usually when you're trying to effectively summarize what you talked about, that is something important to include. So structurally, the restatement and review bring the speech back to the top, which makes it more circular rather than linear, and it reminds the audience where we first started. That helps cue the audience that the end of the speech is not only coming up, but to be ready for the conclusion based upon the fact that you're already summarizing things that you talked about in the beginning. So by restating your thesis and reviewing your ideas, you do take advantage of the recency effect, which was a psychological thing we talked about in part three, which was that most people only remember the beginning and end of a presentation or a conversation or a speech, or even like a movie and a story sometimes. Um, so if you're able to review the main ideas you talked about and effectively conclude them at the end, most people are going to remember that. And that's where it is. That's when it becomes important to summarize what you talked about in the speech and then conclude. So what does a summary look like? Now there's a lot of different ways to structure what a summary necessarily is, but the main objective criteria for a summary is simply to restate the major points you talked about. So if you had a beginning of your speech and you had five major points and you went in depth on each of those points for say three minutes each. At the end of your conclusion, maybe you want to have like a minute to conclude. You can't talk about all three different sub points on each of the five major points because that would take way too much time. You'd restate like 15 points. But you can talk about the five major points in that final minute, which means that the audience may not remember the minutia of every little sub point that you talked about in the middle of the speech, but they will remember the five macro level arguments you talked about, which is what you want them to take away, right? You probably don't want them to. To, you would love for them to take away everything, but that's usually not realistic. That's similar to like a professor who's giving a lecture. They know that the students aren't going to take away every single thing you're talking about. But if you get the main ideas, the main concepts, that's good enough. And that's what you need to actually be able to learn because no one learns by just memorizing everything. Most people learn by understanding specific concepts, internalizing them, and then going back to the rest of the information that they might have missed or the specific details that they might have not understood. So summarizing is very important because it shows that you're close to the conclusion, but it also shows that you are concluding in a way by simply restating what you want to say. Restating what you want to say is also important to bring it full circle. Meaning if I talked about all these things in my speech, uh, people are probably looking or your audience would be looking for you to have some conclusion at the end towards why those things are relevant. So the restate, restating of something like your thesis statement, and then bringing it back to the top, which is why you introduced it in the first place, the main idea of your speech, will produce an effective summary and conclusion 
of the overall speech that you want to be providing. Basically, you want to create a coherent structure to the speech you're giving. And by uh, summarizing and restating your main points, not that it works in every single type of public speech, but it really does give some good effectiveness when you're giving a keynote presentation or when you're talking about the main topics that you want an audience to take away that information from, be informed by, be persuaded by, and actually care about what you want to say and remember it when they go on in whatever else they're doing in their daily lives because that's ultimately the purpose of giving a public speech. You want to have an impact on different people.